Welcome to Choir Talks. Thanks for joining us. Today we're in 1 John chapter 3. If you've watched the last couple of episodes, you've seen that we've been reading out of 1 John, and we've seen two really particular themes, um, obedience and love. And, and those two marks are marks that show uh, that should show in the life of an authentic believer. So 1 John to me is really about what it looks like to live an authentic as an authentic follower of Jesus. And um, those are the two marks, obedience and love. When you get to chapter three, uh, there's one verse that really summarizes this as he's just hammering it home. Verse 10 of chapter three says, this is how we know who the children of God are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother. So there's your two themes right there, obedience and love. So today, we're, we're at the beginning of chapter 3, and he gives us really the motivation for why we should do those, those two things, obedience and love, and, uh, and where that comes from in our life. And that motivation is simply God's love. We are motivated because God reached out in love and began a relationship with us. When we understand the depth of God's great love for us, uh, his commands are not going to be a drudgery for us. It's going to be a joy to give back to him by, um, by following his commands and showing his love to the world around us. So let's read it together. Starting in verse 1 of chapter 3, it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. Um, so first of all here, I want you to see the greatness of God's love. God's love is, is transcendent. It's, it's bigger, it's higher, beyond and above anything of the normal human world. It is transcendent. This is such an awesome verse. And it starts this way. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Um, there's, there's nothing on earth that compares with the love of God in its scope and in its greatness and in its, his bigness. The translators who translated this version of the Bible put an exclamation point on this because the spirit with which John wrote this is that he wants us to be amazed at how big God's love for us is. When we see it for what it is, it, it changes us. Um, I love this word lavished. Listen to this again. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Um, that's not a word I use very often. In fact, it's not used in the Bible very often. But here's what it means. It, it means to give extravagantly and generously. It comes from an old French word, um, which means a deluge of rain. And so that's what it's like. God's love is pouring over us just like an overabundant rain that is so much that the ground can't even soak it in. God's love comes to you that way. It's, it's big. It's more than you can handle. It, it soaks over you and, and is, is more beyond that. So um, this big love, extravagant love, um, makes a difference in the way that we live. I want you to see that here in verse 2. God's love is not only transcendent, but God's love is transforming. It, it changes us. Well, even starting in verse 1, um, he says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God. And then again, he says, and that's what we are. And then in verse 2, he says, Dear friends, now we are the children of God. So three times in two verses, he emphasizes that we are God's children. 
this great love that the Father has is has has changed us. It has taken us from what we were before, sinners who were lost and separated from God, and changed us into children of God. This this great soaking love of God has changed us. We're no longer sinners separated, but we are, are children of God. God's love takes hopeless, helpless sinners and makes them into sons and daughters of the Most High King of the, all the universe. It takes the powerless and gives them standing to come before God and to uh, ask Him for anything and be in touch with the all-powerful Creator of the universe. Most armies take enemies and make them captives. But Ephesians chapter 2 says that while we were God's enemies, he took us and made us sons and daughters. This great love of God has transformed who we are, and it transforms our lives. Verse 2 goes on to say that it transforms our future. Listen to this. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. That's pretty exciting. That's awesome. When we look into the future, we know that one day we're going to be transformed and we will, we will be like Christ as we see him for who he is. Um, Philippians chapter 3 says it this way, that Jesus will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Paul says it this way in 1 Corinthians, Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with um, imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. So that's the awesome future that we have in front of us because God is changing us, transforming us through his love. All right, verse 3 kind of puts that all together. Verse 1 tells us uh, what we are. We're the children of God. Verse 2 tells us what we will be. We will be changed to be like him. Verse 3, though, talks about here. It tells us what we should be doing right here in this moment in life. Verse 3 says this, All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. All right, so if we're the the sons and daughters of God, then um, our hope is on him. Our hope is to uh, have an eternal future with him. So for this moment right now, if that's our hope, we should be about purifying ourselves. This goes back to the obedience that he's been talking about. In this moment, if I'm really a child of God, my life needs to be changing and transforming through his love to be like him even here on earth. And that means setting aside my sinful nature and the desires that I would follow in my sinfulness so that I can be pure and be like the one who is my heavenly father, just as he is pure, it says. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you, Lord, for the transforming power of your love, the love that we couldn't deserve that you showed uh, over us in your grace and in your mercy. And Father, for all who are, who are tracking with me through this scripture, God, I pray that you would help us to walk in purity before you so that we reflect your character and your love to the world around us, God. Transform us and transform those around us through your love. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for sharing with me.